I'm Gemini. And I'm Scorpio. And I'm Amy C. Wilson of Moon Serpent and Bone. And for this special seasonal podcast, Witch Space Moon Serpent and Bone are collaborating to bring you even more Witch Space content and help you find new, amazing vendors and readers to tantalize the senses with magic and macabre from the fringes of the Hudson Valley. Each season corresponding to a Moon Serpent and Bone market will bring you an extra podcast discussing magic and spirituality for the season, interviewing vendors readers, and other magical professionals we think you should know. And as always, sharing our hot takes. Thank you, Amy, for giving us the opportunity to do even more of what we love and share it with our amazing audience. Let's dive into today's podcast. So let's talk about Yule. Okay. In incredibly year one fashion, let's go back to the beginning. What is Yule? So Yule is really the return of the sun, which is odd considering how dark it is, but <laughs> it really is that time of the year where we're celebrating the fact that um, the sun is coming back. The days are slowly going to get longer. And I mean, we're not going to go into the whole mythology of the God and the goddess. I mean, I think we know that, but yes. No? And of course, if we don't, you can go back to year one of Witch Space, or you can pick up any of the number of books we've recommended on the topic of Wicca and the Wheel of the Year. I saw a, a post actually by Morgana from Modern Druid that I thought was really relevant that I wanted to share. Um, December is when everyone else gives up their regular religion and starts practicing paganism because yes. a lot of these sort of winter holidays kind of all end up becoming sort of Yule. So like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, a lot of them are still incorporating, you know, the returning of the light, the importance of the light. Uh, Christmas, I think even more so with the trees and the gifts and that sort of stuff. But a lot of these winter holidays kind of all hit the same note, which is the year is cold and dark and shitty, but the sun is coming back. <laughs> Right. And you think about everything we do that represents the sun, whether it's the Yule log or putting lights. Originally, it was candles that were put on trees, right? But we still put lights on trees. It's all about illuminating our home, the outside of our homes. Think about what the, you know, people, the lengths they go through to put lights. I mean, I don't have that kind of patience. That's such a great, I love when you do this, when you just like read my mind, um, because mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about ways that we can celebrate Yule both as pagans, but also just sort of in general, culturally. And I think for me, like driving around and looking at Christmas lights is an important Yule pastime. I think that, mm -hmm. you know, as much as it is that people are doing this for Christmas, it would be silly of me not to utilize that energy and driving around and like looking at all the lights is so beautiful. And so it can be so meditative. That it's like, it. that's for Yule. I know you did it for Christmas, but you did it for Yule. You know what I mean? I feel like more and more people realize it. I mean, they're not doing it for Yule. But I'm saying yes. that I think more and more people do realize where these things come from. I don't think that it's, uh, it's that much of a surprise anymore. Yeah. Which is fine. Do you have a go-to, like, bringing back the light thing that you do for Yule? no that's not, not in particular bag it's not you know i mean it is the coming out of the light but i think i think of other other traditions other 
mm-hmm. other sabbaths as you know more of like light bringing even though i know this is like the light is coming but i think we do other things especially when we think we talk about like bridget and all that and the coming True. of light i think for me yule is more about the calendar year is ending mm-hmm. it is it's about okay my cultural traditions at the end of the year which we've talked about in other episodes and then you have all like the christmas stuff so like the holly the poinsettia like all those things are yule christmas and these are the things that i kind of focus on that i want to bring into my home so like when it comes to holly you know we're talking about protection against evil spirits when we're talking about the poinsettia that is more about like the red you know the coming of the light you know, representing the blood of the goddess, you know, all of these different things. So for me, it's more like the plants of Yule than really the light aspect. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Every episode this year, I've asked you what's a plant ally that you would recommend for the holiday. What plant do you recommend for Yule? My favorite one is holly. Mm-hmm. I do holly nail designs. I have my nail tech do holly nail designs. That. I put holly, like I draw it on my blackboard at work and the kids are like oh my god it's christmasy and i'm like oh my god protecting us from evil things at the end of the year <laughs> right in my mind but so you know I, I i like it i just really love it i can't get enough holly i have little brooches i mm-hmm. have like you know it's my favorite go-to which i think you know is also nice when your favorite go-to is like the culturally appropriate go-to to be able to like sneak it in everywhere yeah. When I was thinking about this question, I thought a lot about the fact that like as a as a raised Catholic, like I did celebrate Christmas pseudo religiously. And so nowadays I'm like, I don't care about Christmas. I really don't. Um, so for me, it's more of like a like a rosemary. Rosemary just feels like a plant that I'm really into towards the end of the year from like Thanksgiving to the solstice. And one of the one of the reasons is like it's a very hardy plant, like it's a pretty woody herb in comparison to the rest of them. But it's also like all of the meals that you're eating as you approach the solstice, as you approach the end of the year, are these really sort of like herbal, rosemary, thyme, et cetera, et cetera, kind of meals. And I think that for me is what I think about when I think of Yule is almost like I almost want it to be like a big a big dinner, a big feast of like, you know, it's, we've coming up to the end of the year, we've gone through all these harvest festivals. We are together with our loved ones, despite the cold, despite the dark, like let's freaking eat, you know? Yeah. Um, Rosemary is not going to be, when you said that about food and I thought, yes, except not in my food. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say if any, if anything, it's going to be plantain mm-hmm. because not only do we make things with plantain, but even when we make our rice and pigeon peas, which sounds really bizarre, but rice and pigeon peas, you want to wrap the rice or cover the rice with a plantain leaf. Mm-hmm. So, so, but there are definitely flavors. When you said that, that's the first thing that came to my mind was that the plantain has, um, has the sorry the pasteles have plantain uh we make tostones plantain we might make them maduros that's plantain and then of course in the rice so like it's just something that is a flavor throughout the Mm -hmm. thanksgiving meal 
it's probably the only thing it's not in is going to be the roast pork, the pernil. That's the only thing that does not have plantain in it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure maybe somebody will now message us and say, but wait, we <laughs> actually, actually do. <laughs> you know, somebody's family might, but yeah. yeah. One of the things, so I actually wanted to mention while we're on the sort of seasonal podcast, I got a book recently. It's called the wheel of the year, an illustrated guide to nature's rhythms by Fiona cook and Jessica Rue. And it's a really mm-hmm. cute book. If you're kind of already doing witchy stuff because it's really mostly art. It's like a lot of really well-designed pages and really beautiful art pieces, but I really liked it as a supplement to the Yule stuff that I'm already using. You know, we've talked about the Temperance Alden book. We've read Gardner. We've read, you know, a a number of the first Wiccans. Sometimes you just want something that's like supportive. And that's very Mm -hmm. much this. And one of the food related suggestions that she makes is to make fire cider. And I know that fire cider has been really big recently. Um, if you aren't comfortable making it yourself, uh, and you might not be because I do believe it's fermented, this might be a great time to support some like local artisans, some local makers, some local witches who are producing this product for you. Um, you know, it's something that's really helpful for immunity. So I think a lot of us are interested in that when it starts getting cold. But maybe you want to look into, you know, it's the holidays. You can support local makers as a gift, you can give fire cider to somebody, you can give a spray to somebody, you can do things like that very easily. And especially like at a time where money's kind of tight, (laughs) the economy is a mess. Using your money to support your community, even if it doesn't go as far, is I think something that's really important. And I think really indicative of what Yule is, right? That like coming together of a community, that sense of togetherness in the face of the darkness and the snow. So that's something I wanted to share. And it's a cute book if you want to take a look at it. Um, She talks about microorganisms, which I like love. I love the idea of thinking of Yule in terms of bacteria. So cute. Spoken like a scientist. Is that the book that you took a picture of and put it? Yes. Sow and thing. Yeah. Okay. So I have to ask. I'm sorry. Yeah, go for so, it. Miss, I don't follow the wheel of the year. Bought a book that supports <laughs> the different sabbats of the wheel of the year. What made you go to this book? That's so funny. Moon Serpent and Bone. <laughs> I okay. really wanted bought to it there. No, you didn't buy it there. No, I bought it for okay. these episodes. Um, for me, I really, I loved that Amy has given us this platform over the last five years. And I loved the direction that we were taking it in this year of saying, you know, we're going to make a mini podcast and we're going to give content that is in line with our regular content, but also gets to support our local community of witches. And so for me, it was really important that when we did this, I was going to be able to bring actionable information and I am not. I don't do the wheel of the year. So this was really a support book um, for this and and for which space as well, but really for our moon serpent and bone mini podcasts. And so people listening to us are getting like sneaky bonus content that, you know, which space regular listeners are not going to get. And I hope that that, you know, I hope that you like that. I hope that that's a benefit to you because again, this has been such a fun experience and it's been such a great direction to take this specific podcast in that I really wanted to make it special. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's really cool. 
And thanks, Amy, for letting us do this because it really is so fun. It really is. Do you do any of the sort of traditional Yule stuff? Yule log? Do you stick the cloves in the oranges? Are you uh, lighting a wreath of candles? What's your vibe? Um, no, because this time of year is about my cultural traditions, mm -hmm. really. So while there are things like plant things, and I think also the plants for me come from my grandmother, who mm -hmm. was born on the 24th. So she really embraced everything that was Christmas because she was Christmas. She yeah. So for her, these were her plants for her. These, this was her stuff. So, um, so yeah, the end of the year for me is always, what are the things that culturally and magically culturally magical things that I can do? And that's kind of what I gravitate toward. I do like looking at everything. That's not part of like what I do, but mm -hmm. it's not something that I'm really going to go, go after. I'm happy that, that I'm happy you said that because I think Christmas is another one of those times that we all get caught up, you know, and, and you see, you know, oh, your neighbor has this lights or, you know, you, the kid down the street's getting these gifts, you know, and, and as people who aren't celebrating Christmas, you, you can, you know, I enjoy that energy. I go drive and I see the lights, but sometimes you can get sucked into that energy it's a hard fucking time out here in the winter in the lower Hudson Valley. I'm cold. It's either raining or snowing. Like I don't, I don't have the energy a lot of the times to do intense or complicated spell work. Yeah. And at the end of the year, I think there's a lot of pressure on people at the same way that I, we talked about with Samhain. Like, I think there's a lot of pressure on people. You don't have to do a Yule log. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Like your tradition should be aligned with what's important to you and your family and your culture, et cetera. Like don't feel obligated to do anything for Yule that doesn't work for you. I also think it's important for people that are in the witch community, that are sensitive, that pick up a lot. This is a sad time as well. Mm -hmm. right unless you're a kid who's i i was that type of kid who didn't have anything terrible happening right mm -hmm. my parents were together um my grandmother my great-grandmother were around you know it was a time of celebration as you get older people are missing now mm -hmm. and you miss them terribly so as kids, I had no idea that the adults were in pain and what helps the adults are the kids because yeah. the kids are enjoying the time. So now you're a witch. And if you were raised in a tradition that celebrated Christmas, you don't have that anymore. You have Yule, but it's not the same. And at, on top of that, people might be coming to you for readings or they'd be coming to you for spells. They'd be coming to you because people are looking for comfort. Mm -hmm. So this can be a very difficult time. So on top of don't feel pressure to do Yule stuff, really don't feel pressure to do anything. Agreed. With, with your magic. Because you're also probably feeling some kind of way. So just, it's okay. It's okay to just, I don't want to say sit it out. I think you should enjoy the things you want to enjoy, but do not feel obligated to do anything that's going to really ultimately hurt you because it's just not, you're not in the right right mental space to be doing all these things you know enjoy it if 
all you want to do is like watch the pretty lights or like watch Charlie Brown's Christmas special, yes. like do that, you know? I don't know where I was and they were playing the soundtrack and I immediately was like, I cannot wait to play this. Like, I just love the soundtrack. Okay. So yeah, things to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, quick rundown, colors for Yule. Um, gold for money. Um, <laughs> Cause we're all thinking about that at this time oh, of year, gosh. right? Um, so silver, greens, reds, you know, bright colors like that. We talked about plant allies. Holly is a great one, but I think it's important to remember, use the plants for your culture, right? If you and your family do something specific, lean into that, enjoy that. Scorpio, do you suggest any crystals for you? No, leave the earth alone. <laughs> if you have crystals, pyrite is a great one. Again, we're all thinking about money. I feel like aura crystals, I sorry hot take i hate aura crystals they're just regular crystals with like a sheen on them but if you are into those i think those are really appropriate for the holidays as well things that glitter things that shine things that sort of I think, sparkle i think selenite is also good cleansing for the end of the year yeah and clear quartz yeah to like amplify things that you want so i would do that yeah on that note having discussed i think the gamut of Yule. Yeah. Let's take a listen to Amy and let's hear from some of our vendors at the Yule Moon Servant and Bone Night Market for the fifth year running. That's crazy. And many, many more to come. And many, many more. What's up, witches? This is Amy Wilson of Moon Serpent and Bone and Other Worldly Waxes. I'm inviting you to our fifth annual Yule Oddities and Curiosities Night Market. Krampus will be live and in person for you to take all your sinister snapshots just in time for the holidays to share with your family and friends. Our event takes place Friday, December 8th from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Locust Grove Estate in Poughkeepsie, New York. Advanced general admission is $5 and admission at the door is 7 This event is showcasing all of our unique crafters, makers, artists, taxidermists, psychics, psychics, and the unusual who will be there sharing their wares and their talents for this one-of-a-kind one of night market. Come out and join us uh, Friday, December 8th. From 6 p.m. until 11 p.m. at Locust Grove Estate in Poughkeepsie, New York. For more for more information, visit us online at moonserpentandbone.com for a list of our vendors, where to find tickets, and more about this event. Have a joyous Yule, and as always, live deliciously. So I'm Alexandra and my husband is Jeremiah and we are part of October Cult and um, basically we're artists. We make 
mixed media shadow box collages in three-dimensional frames. We call them dream boxes. And we also do fine art photography. And we curate a lot of our frames and we do a lot of framework as well in our artistry. Um, our favorite item that we sell well, we really love both our photography and our dream boxes just because they have a similar vibe. They're kind of the, you know, macabre, sort of like darker kind of art. And um, we're really into color and mixing it with darkness. So like having that effect of like darkness with a lot of color contrast. So I think we love both. I don't really think we would pick one over the other since both are really special beloved art forms that we've, you know, put together. I do the artwork, the photography and the collaging, and my husband does the framework. Our favorite Yule tradition, well, we are not religious at all, but we really do love the decor that time of year. Um, there's something very beautiful about it aesthetically. Um, there is something about, you know, the tree and the lights and the snow. We love the weather and how it becomes colder. There's less people. Um, and, you know, the food and just the spirit in the air, you know, the movies, the vibes, all of those good energies that you feel that time of year. And uh, for people who can't make it to Moon Serpent and Bone uh, on December 8th, I would say the best thing you could do is find us on Instagram at October Cult. And that would be that. Looking forward. Thank you. Thank you to all our vendors and readers who peddled their wares this season in the market and on the podcast. Can't wait to see you there. Thank you to Kano and Mora for our intro and outro music and to Amy for the Moon, Serpent and Bone music and for giving us the opportunity to make more podcast content for you. Thank you to our amazing audience. You guys are wonderful and we hope to see you at markets. We hope you say hi to Amy and to the other vendors. And remember, if you're following the seasons, you're following us.